0: Why did they go after him for January 6th? In my opinion, it's because Trump got back to the girl that brought him to the dance. The economy, national security, and our military needs to be strong. Even even liberal Democrats, they'll never vote for Trump, but they would agree on those three tenets, right? And right. inflation is spiking again. And well, did you hear that on ABC News? No, ABC News led for three days. The abortion issue in Ohio got defeated by 12 points it was a it, did you know that was an abortion issue i thought it was about changing our constitution i didn't know it was about yeah. abortion a, a so see abortion how they the spin time. it you know but i mean so the bottom line is republicans need to get back to what trump was basically saying they need to get away of i've had to stop watching fox news i i find myself Me i'll too. i'll go in uh but um all they're talking about is hunter biden hunter biden joe biden hunter biden we get it. They're all criminals. But we also know that there's other things to talk about. And I got to go.
1: Okay, have a See great day.
0: Bye. WNIR, you're on the air. Let me thank you, out, Speaker, John. Okay, appreciate that. False eating and cooling pool. Was issue one loss about abortion, or was it about people wanting to keep the power for the people?
2: Both. <laughs> I can't do a yes or no
0: on that. I know. Amen. What's on your mind?
2: Oh, well, that was the point was this... Uh... The Joker clause in Issue One states that any any citizen-initiated uh, they call it a CICA citizen-initiated uh, constitutional amendment you had to get signatures from all 88 counties, and you would have to uh, you would have to get at least five percent of the last gubernatorial uh, right. ballots right. to sign it. Okay, of some of the small counties, which all the small counties voted yes there wasn't a single uh, of the lower population counties that vote, that had a significant vote where the or the uh the county carried the no it was all the ma- all the major and the and the suburban uh counties that actually carried the vote on this one and turn and turn the thing into a you know headfirst in the meat grinder
0: well cleveland and east well cleveland proper and east side of kaiga county Um, That was the number, 75% of the people voted no, the most of anywhere in the state, even more than Columbus.
2: Some areas, now not specifically, but I can tell you from going through uh, Frank LaRose's website, that some of the areas in the the suburban, you know, secondary and exurbs, you had turnouts in the 80s.
0: Unprecedented for an August election.
2: For an off-year
0: election. That's exactly right
2: and remember is, is that LaRose was the one about this time last year, he went to the legislature and, at, you know, he wanted to, he wanted to basically make it near impossible to have special elections anymore. Right. Oh, but, but we had, you know, but we have to have this one. No, you don't. This is, you know, this was the case of, you know, they're trying to, they're trying to throw a, uh, they're trying to throw a, uh 3,000 ton uh, roadblock and, you know, in the
0: past. Did of, you see of, the public. plane dealer, um, Op-ed: Jeff Darcy, Frank LaRose, supermajority man, and yeah, there's Frank. I, have, I
2: haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but yeah it's
0: right on Cleveland.com, Cleveland. and it's just, it's not. Oh, you know they're really they're they're throwing they're they're saying this law lays it, um, and he's um, it says yes on Frank LaRose for U.S. Senate, and voters forgetting issue forget issue one disaster. So the um,
2: reality, the reality is, is that if issue one had passed it once again would have consolidated more power within the officers in you know in state elective office
0: That's exactly I, it. The, it this is and, it, and, and, it was about keeping power to the people Right
2: Well no it's keeping power to the people that are in charge of the legislature because if you can't get if you can't get an initiative through a petition you have to go to the legislature like issue one to get it on the ballot
0: I understand that I've talked about it for the last two months Yeah so, Issue 1, was it about abortion or about Ohio citizens keeping power to get around the legislature? Those seems to be the two narratives, and Issue 1 might be in our rearview mirror. WNIR, hello.
3: Hi, how are you? Fine. <clears throat> I don't have to call in forever, but this is the one who's calling about the military stuff all during the vaccine and all that.
0: Hey, speaking oh, I- of which... Yeah. Okay, now hold on a minute. So uh, some of the things that kind of got lost in the uh, sauce here in the last week with all this, um, the lady, uh, oh man, where's that article at? The doctor in Ohio that said COVID vaccine would made you ma- make you magnetic. Do you remember that? Ten pennies, her name?
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, I, remember, I don't know her person
0: well, uh, Tenpenny, like, I just... Okay. Uh, I don't... I, I had the story yeah, here.
3: Dr. Tenpenny, yes. She
0: yes, la- She had her uh, medical license suspended. Uh Aww. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. But, um, yeah, what about the military? What's the military doing uh, about the vaccine mandate and all that stuff?
3: Well, I will tell you that I had my negative reprimand put on my record July 1st last year, and it maintained on my rec- record and. In- in January, they called, and they're like, hey, they're lifting the fact that you're not allowed to drill anymore, like, do Army stuff so you can come back. Do you want to come back? I'm like, well, no, but it's my obligation, so yes, I'll come back. So I had the letter of negative reprimand on my record forever, and I retired. <laughs> I went back and retired. Really? Yep. Why? So Because I've been in for 22 years, and I'm just done.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> medical board suspends uh, Columbus Dispatch. I just found it. Medical oh, board. Well, co- medical you know board what? suspends about
3: her. She's a really good doctor for lic- a lot of
0: license of doctor who said COVID vaccines make people magnetic. Doctor Sherry P- Tenpenny told state lawmakers that COVID vaccine caused people to become magnetized. The state medical board indefinitely suspended her license on technical grounds and fined her three thousand dollars. She refused to answer the medical board questions and failed to show up for a deposition and an investigative conference. According to state records, Tenpenny, licensed in Ohio since 1984, contended that board exceeded its authority and had no legal basis for an investigation. So, um oh. there's a Well, what really are you going to do now that you're out of there. the... You know, um Tuberville used to be the coach down at Auburn, and he's um, one U.S. senator is holding up the uh, uh, ratification and approval of three- and four-star admirals join the, the, the brass that it takes to run the military.
3: Well, uh, we never ended up enforcing it, um, like, making people end up getting it. It's not even a thing anymore. Right. Like, I, I don't know how it's going to affect, like, people who are negatively impacted during it, you know, like, how they're – honestly, I think whoever is sitting in the White House is going to end up, you know uh, – fixing that, so if the current position stays there, that's never going to be acknowledged and it'll just, you know, say how it is, but...
0: Dr. Fauci um, and other doctors got $320 million, a third of a billion dollars from Big Pharma from China and Russia. Yeah. (laughs) Government scientists, New York Post today, government scientists received over $325 million in royalties from China and Russia pharma firms report the national IR uh, dr francis collins of the nih former national uh, dr fauci were among thousands of government white coats who took the cash between september 2009 and october of 2020 a taxpayer watchdog watchdog group it's called open the revealed wednesday so the uh, several of these uh, royalties came from companies uh, that in turn received federal contracts and grants, prompting concerns about conflict of interest. So, Dr. Fauci was into this. Um,
3: oh, yeah. So you know much- what's sad about that is this Dr. Ten Tenpenny loses her license because of accusations. Right. He actually has blood on his hands, and he's just.
0: <laughs> it, it's crazy. She really,
3: like, I heard great things about how she would help kids with rare illnesses that were a lot of vaccines, long before COVID, with vaccine related injuries. Um, so she's been in that part of the medical world for a long time, and then,
0: what are you gonna do now for a living? You, well, can you make I'm a, a living on your retirement? How's that work? Do you get st-
3: well, I can't collect it until i'm 65. I was just
0: gonna say right yeah,
3: um, yeah, so I mean, and that's okay. um, I'm a nurse, and uh, I still do that, and I'm expecting my fourth child, so i don't don't have a lot of time to work anyways by home
0: well, school. now I know what you're doing with all your time. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> Asked and answered like the lawyers say. Asked, and... yeah, you got a lot going on. Okay, well, anything else? Yeah. No, no, I just wanted to it's catch. Good that. to hear I from you. Thank you. Take yeah, care. Bye uh-huh. bye. Wnir, you're on the air. Hello. Oh, he kept...
1: hey, catch. Uh, yeah, before I got started on East Palestine, that woman you. Oh. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. So she would do, why was she having problems with her economy uh or her budget was that uh because she had approved she agreed with Tenpenny? penny What are you talking about The woman you were just talking uh, to I talked to two women Well the one that just hung up uh,
0: She was in the military for 22 years She was career medical in the military and she had called me in the last two or 3 years and she was a conscientious objector she didn't want to have to get the COVID vaccine and Biden and Trump and everybody said, you gotta, you're going to lose your medical, you're going to lose your job in the military if you don't get a vaccine. Remember when that was going on? Right. Yeah. So she was just following up saying that they called her back. So she went back, got reinstated. Because they needed, they military is recruiting. They're down 30% in some branches of the military. They're begging for people to come back or to hire people. So they called her and said, All is well. Come on back. In spite of what you did, come on. We'll take you back. So she went back in, got her full standing, and then she got her retirement and got locked in. She thought three years or two years ago that maybe she, after she had her 20 years in, that she might lose her pension, her, med- her military 20 year pension. That's, that was the topic.
1: I see yeah well um uh, I, I was interested in the referendum that happened the other night, and uh I think it was a good thing that it uh passed the uh, or you know the election went the way it is, so that it, it stands, when you
0: say referendum, you mean no on issue one
1: yeah that, okay. that the people of Ohio only need 51% to pass something rather than have to fight all the way to get 60% to get something good done.
0: Well, that's true, but it's 50% plus one vote. It's not technically yeah. 51%. Yeah, yes. uh, yeah. And, and so, so it's been that way for 112 years.
1: Right, and and nobody's died, basically, because uh, there was a, a threshold that was easy to reach. And the idea that... Uh, You know, you have science, you have facts, and I'm going to put it in conjunction with East Palestine. If you think about it, there are agencies, there are dozens of agencies of the Ohio government that are involved in that. There's water boards, there's park boards, there's uh, uh, sewer boards, there are... uh, town councils, city councils, county councils, a lot of agencies that are involved in, uh, in the East Palestine issue. Some of them are corrupt. Some of them are clean. And if you want to get honest information so that you could get some honest idea of how your future is going to go, you know, for example, just land values, you know, anybody down in that area that had that cloud land on them, uh, wants to know whether or not they're, uh, they're stuck with a pig in a poke or whether or not they're going to be able to sell it with an appreciating value. And, and the idea that the real estate markets, if market forces is such a great idea, then honesty in hazardous wastes is going to be a big part of market forces. So if there are some dirty agencies of Ohio government, and I'm going to remind the governor right this minute that he has not done an update in months. He has on his press release from months ago that uh, he was going to do weekly updates about East Palestine, and he hasn't done it yet. And uh, and at that post that he did months ago, he was acknowledging that there were, I think it was 300,000 dead fish that they had found already, and uh, and that. You know, here we had spring come in. People would love to have gone uh, fishing down on the shores of that river. Uh, people would have loved to have gone to boating on it. People have got shoreline properties in the spring and the summer. They would have loved to have gone down to their property, but they didn't know if they could trust it. And, uh, and there's been no update. Now, where's market forces in a thing like that? 73 degrees at the talk of Akron WNIR.
0: will spill 23 Brunswick and the people in that neck of the woods I've had some phone calls about it but it'll change the conventional way that interchanges occur in the state of Ohio or anything else in regards to transportation we have a procedure to be followed this did not follow that procedure Da-da-da-da-da. The results of the Ohio Department of Transportation's study on that interchange will come within the next oh few weeks. ODOT estimates that the interchange would be completed by 2030. Good gracious, could take six years to do. There are other different, uh, different obstacles the interchange would still have to face, and that's getting the federal government's approval. So if you want to call in about that uh, House Bill 23, how that affect eminent domain and what have you. One of the changes, section 5501.60 of the transportation budget mandates the existence of an interstate highway interchange every four and a half miles under the following conditions. Both neighboring municipalities have a population of more than 35,000 municipalities are in different counties at least one of the counties had a population more than a million therefore the interchange in this example could be built on boston road drake road in strongsville or grafton road in brunswick that is what's bringing this up you have to meet these guidelines Strongsville has shown interest in Boston Road Interchange by hiring a company to perform a feasibility and traffic study for in September. Brunswick, Brunswick Hills, and Hinckley have passed resolutions stating their opposition to the interchange. So, if you want to talk about that. So, this article reads New Ohio law promises to tear down neighborhoods for highways. Um, even though the city of Brunswick has openly opposed the project for decades, they're forced to transfer funds planned for a walkability project into preparing for and maintaining an this unwanted interchange. Brunswick City Council President and Vice Mayor Nick Hannock is quoted in this article quote, what this is saying Is if somebody really wants to run a highway through your neighborhood, they can do it. He continued, There's a new law on the books now, and that law mandates something has to happen.